right now, let's move on to Ramadan. Uh, since uh, we, we, this is a big issue, especially coming on to the last seven days of Ramadan, right? Uh, what, what, this is a second year fasting. So wh- why not you share to us uh, how, how was it, the, 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 your experience of, of starting to fast last year was? And uh, ha- maybe has it changed from last year to this year? And what does it mean to you? Um, okay, a little bit back to my convert story and to Ramadan, I assure you. And I truly feel that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is like the best planner. He he really plans so superbly. I I just feel like, leave me speechless. So what happened was, remember I told you that I was in a Christian organization back then. And then um, I left um, in October. And then I started my new job, which is actually in a local polytechnic in uh, November. So my conversion took place in pro. And then back then I was thinking if I'm in the Christian organization, things will have been very different. I don't know how they would probably take me in. Like, uh, I, I wonder if I lose my job. But uh, luckily I don't have to think about that because I left before all this thing took place. But uh, I, I would think that I would be having difficulty in practicing. So when I was, when I'm in my current place, and at that time, my colleagues, we had lunchtime talks and discussions. So they already know that I'm exploring religion. They know that what I want to be, but just exploring. So uh, when I converted to Islam, I just tell them that, hey, I'm a Muslim. And then, <laughs> you know, they were like, okay, so this girl has decided that she wants to be a Muslim now. And then they were like, very nice. You know, my colleague were like checking for halal logo for me, then things like that. So I remember that it was um, that time when it was my colleague's birthday and then they ordered sedaliki or something. So they were checking, oh, is this halal? Oh, Marini, you cannot eat this because uh, this is uh, no halal. So I felt like, wow, Allah is so good to me because I'm blessed with colleagues who actually... Um, were so concerned for me and they under and they they were so understanding and and helpful and kind. So uh yeah and at that time when I just converted one of the struggles that I had was definitely with prayers because I wasn't ready. I probably I don't know whether I memorized my Al Fatiha yet or not, but uh probably a little bit or so. So the rest of the prayers were still like I don't know how. So I kind of texted one of a girlfriend that I lost touch with for like three three years or so that I lost touch with her. So I kind of texted her and told her that I converted. And then she was like, wow, mashallah, you converted. So she was very excited for me. And then we started updating and I told her that I'm in this job and things. So she told me that, oh, her daughter is studying in the same place as me. So, yeah, so I was like, wow. Alhamdulillah, that's great. Can your daughter guide me in my prayers? I will meet her. So as the school counselor, I was doing funny things like you know I'll void deck, not void deck the staircase stairwell and pray. A fellow student, so she will be with her other students, classmates, and then oh, this is uh, my mom's friend, and then uh, she's gonna pray with us that kind of thing. So it was like. Alhamdulillah, I tell you, Allah is really the best planner because I was thinking, how am I going to survive, like going back to work and then I don't know how to pray. So 
I found my imam, her <laughs> daughter, and uh, she was uh, praying with me. And uh, we just have to plan like when is her timetable and then uh, I have to work around that and then rush there from my office to, to meet with her. But luckily her, her place is quite near me because my school is super big, super, super like very big. Luckily she's in the, the block which is quite nearby to me. So it didn't take me a long time to, to pray. If not, I don't know how my bosses would feel as well because uh, I just converted and then I had to suddenly take time out to pray. So Alhamdulillah, everything worked out well. So uh, I, I really thank Allah for this because straight after I converted, I have somebody to pray with me and that kind of solved my issue on prayer. And um, so Ramadan, um, yeah. So when Ramadan started, I, I for me, I'm this person who has always adopted, like don't, don't think about it, just do it, just go and do it. So, uh, I, I just decided, okay, I'm just going to do this so I will fast. And somehow, miraculously, everything worked out for me so well that I wasn't hungry. And then as a counsellor, I would always be talking. My students, especially when they were about this, then I'll be talking. So I'm talking, talking, but uh, Alhamdulillah, I'll tell you, I was not feeling thirsty. But sometimes I think my stomach growled during the sessions. So... <laughs> I was like, okay. I was a bit embarrassed when my stomach growled. But uh, yeah, I think that was the only thing that, that that was challenging. So other than that, when I make the intention that I'm going to just do it and fast, uh, I think Allah really makes it easy for me. I, I wasn't feeling super hungry or anything or, or, or feeling super thirsty where I really feel like I'm going to to collapse or what. But uh, no, no issues really. Well, was there a process where you like uh, worked up to the fasting or do you just like just just start? It's just like do it. Was there anyone guiding you through? Oh, your husband was guiding you through then? Uh, so, uh, probably, yeah, right? he was uh, t- telling me to take the morning suhoor and this. So uh, yeah, we try to, to do suhoor. I, I, okay, last year I do not know but this year I, I remember I missed like twice or something like that because I overslept. But uh but I did manage to wake up for Fajr, but just not for Suho. So, um, yeah, that was uh, quite an experience. Some Maybe some days I may have uh, not take Suho, but, I, uh, but everything would go on very smoothly for me. And uh, the day would just pass. So even some days I would, I would even like, because I'm in the polytechnic, so that's the stadium, I would even go and run in the stadium before because I exercise with my of uh, girlfriends so uh, yeah alhamdulillah you know I was able to to run still <laughs> which uh, I was I was like feeling that but of course I, 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 I don't just plunge in and just go and run like so much I pace myself I know that uh, I, I'm telling myself look out for any signs if I feel giddy or, or some symptoms then I should stop like that but uh, if I'm feeling okay then I, I can just continue and slowly with my exercise because I think I was training for my half marathon which I wanted to do uh, yeah so uh, to, to keep it consistent I was just running and things like that but uh, alhamdulillah everything went well so 
I think different, different converts have different styles. Some would work up, some would, uh, you know, just plunge in. Uh, but I think there was very, very valid uh, advice for, for converts that would want to start uh, straight away. Firstly, have someone there to guide you first. So if it's your first time, then you want to go straight to it. Okay, but uh, have someone to guide you. So like anyone, all your FAQ, just pour onto the person, but he has to be patient, right? So like just all pour all your FAQ onto that person. And then, you know, maybe after Ramadan, treat him to McDonald's or something. Uh, then <laughs> And also, uh, like, like what I say, have a plan. Yeah? Don't manage yourself well in the Ramadan. So yeah, certain activities that we have to do, definitely. If you want to go you know, plunge in, you might not know uh, how your body reacts when you're fasting. So start, start slow first, yeah, ha- have a plan. And then, uh, inshallah, I think uh, it's, it's also manageable. You know, I've uh, seen both sides. People ease themselves in, also people plunge, uh, plunge all the way in. I think both, it just works for the individual. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's very good advice. Thank you so much, sister. But uh, yes, uh, coming to your, this Ramadan, is there like any changes or, or any... I think for everyone, there's definitely a big change, not only for myself. So with COVID-19, it is uh, such a, you know, it's such an unwelcome disruption. But yet at the same time, in the beginning, I was thinking it's so unwelcome because it's like causing people to stay at home and everything. People were like so unhappy that they can't go to the mosque and pray. But, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best and he actually make this like the best Ramadan for me, I would think, because of course I don't have a lot of Ramadans to compare, but you know, he gives me a time to do a lot of reflection when I'm here by myself, doing my own worship, being disciplined to wake up for Suho, being disciplined to 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 to, to do my Tahajud, being disciplined to 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 to, to, to wake up and, and rest and do the different kinds of worship and I just felt like this is such a blessing for Allah if if um, I don't know for Tarawi I'm I, because uh, I think I mentioned earlier like I'm doing it on my own because uh, even though I'm married but um, my husband and I are waiting for our, our new place to be ready so currently we are living separately and because of COVID-19 it, 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 it doesn't allow him to come and visit me nor I to visit him so he's taking care of his mother while I'm staying with my parents so um, even though I'm married I am actually um, doing um, this Ramadan by myself so uh, having to to learn the process of how, how people do Taraway and how I, I try to do Taraway on my own so I felt like this is like a very beautiful Ramadan for me because I was inculcating discipline for myself which I didn't think will be there because uh, I remember last year I didn't do so many Taraway in fact just barely a few because I just learned about it and then I didn't I, I, I wasn't putting in a lot of Taraway because it's uh, also Sunnah and not compulsory so uh, I went for a few Taraways, I remember, with um, um, some friends and uh, with my husband family as well. And uh, my husband did pray Taraway with me on a few occasions, but it wasn't like a, a, a something that I know how to do or where I go to a mosque to do. So I, did, I remember I didn't do. But this year, somehow, I set the intention that I wanted to do Taraway. And then, uh, surprisingly, I was able to, to, to do it. Of course, it was challenging, I would have to say, because sometimes I get stressed about like how many rakats have I been doing already and things like that. But um, 
I try to tell myself to keep going and um, not let my thoughts affect my prayers. And um, so, um, yeah, I, and Alhamdulillah, I, I, I think that as I progress, I get better in keeping track on how I uh, earn how many rakats. And um, even Soho as well, you know, I think last year I must have been quite difficult to wake up. But this year, surprisingly, you know, it's like when I couldn't wake up, like I said, I missed twice. I told my dad that, you know, dad, since you're up so early, can you like see that if at five o'clock I don't come out of my room, can you like come to my room and knock on my door? So uh, I think he did that once or twice, but most of the time I was able to wake up on my own. So to me, with the extra time given, because I don't travel, to work anymore with the extra time given I'm able to mm. attend the, the talks that Darul Akam has daily as my work because my work ends at 6 so uh, 6.15 is the talk so I just stand by for a while and then I can uh, listen to the talks which I try to listen and I get to do more I feel that versus if uh, for, for last year but then again like I say I don't have much to compare but between last year and this year, I felt like this Ramadan is a very unique one, even though it seems that I'm alone, but yet at the same time, there is the support because Alhamdulillah, I tell you something. Last year, like I, I, I make the intention that I want to learn Arabic, right? The, the Ikra. So Alhamdulillah, one of, someone shared in one of the group chat that I was in about this, the gift of the Quran. So every night... I have a Ustaza that will um, teach me how to read Ikra at night. So every every evening, I would also be spending time to 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 do this during this month of Ramadan. So I started on the first day of Ramadan, and it's been ongoing. So Alhamdulillah, I think uh, even though I'm not able to read the Quran yet, but I think. I am halfway there at least. So, uh, yeah, it's like such a miracle. So, I feel that for me, this is my best Ramadan because a lot of uh, reflection being done. So, I have my journal where I reflect about what are some of the things that I can do better and things like that. So, it's my personal journey with Allah and uh, how much do I want to put in and how much do I want to 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 do, you know, I have to tell myself, don't try to do too much as well, because if you do too much later on, you may, you may not want to do anymore. So constantly checking in on the things that I'm doing and then um, readjusting them so that uh, I wouldn't be overburdening myself and things like that and still um, building that strong relationship with Allah. So um, yeah, for me, it is indeed a very good Ramadan. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. This, this is. Yeah. I, I think, I think the reason why also you you had such a great Ramadan is because it was, it was quite well planned also lah. Uh, we we, we you know, actually Ramadan is a very short time. If you think about it, twenty third day today. So you know, if you don't plan, then you know it's just gonna pass us pass us by so so quickly. And it's amazing that you know we start out with goals that we want to achieve, right? Then somehow or other we make the intention. Allah will just fulfill it for us. You know, so so that that's 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 extremely amazing, right? And and I'm sure you know, uh, so many converts have also came up to tell us that she circuit breaker is a blessing. 
it's a it's a big big blessing in, in which we get the time to focus on our personal ibadah that do the do the things that we might not even have the opportunity opportunity to do so when we are you know on the go at, at work without a circuit breaker we might not be able to tune in online because you might have to travel all the way to the other side of the out of singapore just to catch the class you know but now you can go to zoom so so actually it's, it's, it's a very very uh good time to 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 have access to all the classes around singapore because everyone is doing it on online now so it's actually a lot of blessings that come with with Zoom. Uh, I think my experience and also Mira's experience would share your sentiment when it comes to uh, circuit breaker. But I just wanted to ask you one question. Like, were there uh, points where you were lonely, you felt like lonely during this circuit breaker because you were alone Ramadan? Because normally I, I will assume that you'll be with like your friends, Sis Mariam and, 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 and the sisters, right? Sis, sisterhood. And, and uh, otherwise you'll be with your husband. But then this time round, it's tough, lah. You know, I think this time round was also like this month has been the 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 longest time where I had to stand at myself as a Muslim without going for classes together with my friends, without going for you know, uh, meals with my friends to talk about Islam. This was the time where I had to so- really solidify myself. Do you feel that like moments that really sometimes they push you and if you feel like, you know, I just feel a bit lonely. Yeah, I think that is something that um. I will not deny that it's definitely lonely because um, most of the time I'm just in my room. But uh, Alhamdulillah, uh, my my brother has uh, two children and uh, they are staying here. And the kids are staying with me. Of course, they are a good distraction. But in terms of uh, religion-wise, you know, sometimes I know that uh, I'm fast. I'm breaking fast. Uh, I'm breaking fast alone and things like that. And, uh, to eat there by myself and things like that. But there's something that 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 is like. The timetable is so nice. Like after you eat, you you got to go and uh, pray uh, Isha. And then after you pray Isha, there's Taraway. And then after away, you're going to do the lesson with Ustaza. For, so even though I feel lonely, but quickly uh, that feeling would go away because I know that, uh, yes, it, it, I'm, I'm eating by myself, but then um, there's nothing that I can do about it. So rather than... Uh, feeling sorry for myself and things like that, I would focus my energy on um, what can I do to, to to make this Ramadan a good one for me and a meaningful one for me because today as I was just sitting there watching this this short video about uh, Ramadan and things like that, I was just thinking, oh no, Ramadan is going to end soon and a part of me just felt very sad. Like this is such a special month that God gives us and, and, and it's going to leave. So, so 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 it's going to finish so soon and I just almost make me felt theory that it's going to end soon so I'm just thinking like how can how can I keep up with with this act of worship and I wonder would I still be so disciplined to do all these things and so it is something for me to reflect on and uh, to, 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 to try to keep up with these things that I've been doing because these are good habits that I've developed because Ramadan, and of course, sincerely, I would want to 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 continue with it, and it's, it's just something for me to to try my best to continue with the practice, especially like you know, miraculously, I can wake up for tahajud almost every. So that was something that was very challenging in the past. Of course, on and off, I did try to do it, but you know, it's such a blessing. The loneliness is there definitely because. I'm here by myself, but rather than focus on me being lonely, it's also a good time for me to reflect on how I use 
maximize this short time that I have, really build this relationship and reap as much reward as I can from from what Allah has to give. Yeah. Actually, actually, you just reminded me of one uh, very very good uh, advice also. Like we are fasting in the in the day, right? And 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 we are supposed to. I mean, the f- the levels of fast is you know we fast from food and water first, and then subsequently there are there are ways of fast like we fast from our desires, right? So a negative emotion is also like a a a desire, you know, whether you want to give in to it or not. So sometimes you feel lonely. It, it it's it's normal because uh, just by our circumstances we are converts, right? But you you can either see it from okay I'm so lonely, you know, and 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 it's gonna I'm gonna let it pull pull me down. Or like right now, I have so much, so much time to focus on things that I want to focus on. You know, if I if I see Allah, then all I see will be Allah, and Allah is everywhere. You know, then I I wouldn't be lonely. So, it, it's fasting in a way is also fast from the thoughts that will bring you down. You know, remember that that He does not burden you with more than what you can bear. Never, it never does happen. And if He's gonna send you a trial, then He's gonna make sure that He's gonna take you through it. You know, so that that that's something that like I I just realized also. You know, like sometimes I also have thoughts about you know I'm breaking fast and it's me a lot. It's a hard day of fasting for me, and then I'm just doing it alone. You know, my family they've already eaten because they're Chinese and they eat at five thirty. You know, so uh I I I also feel like a bit lonely. Yeah, but less yes. You know, after Maghrib, then what do you do? Like there's no time. You know, you pray and then it's Isha. Then you pray and then it's maybe you do a Taraweeh. Then like it's either time to sleep because you're gonna wake up to pray earlier, or like you have class, right? So, so I think circuit breaker is really truly a blessing. It really shows Muslims ah how blessed we are. You know, people are at home two months watching Netflix, but we're at home two months doing so many things because actually Allah has really set a schedule for us. You know, at every point of time in, in every every second in our in our day, we have something to do. You know, and and Subhanallah, it's either we choose to give in to the emotions and spend time mulling on it, or we take the step out and we realize that you know Allah is there for us even if if even if we are alone sometimes. So Subhanallah, uh, I think it was extremely insightful, sister. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kevin, for your sharing as well. <laughs> and I uh, don't feel so alone knowing that you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, the sure, only one yeah. at the dining table, <laughs> breaking yeah. fast. Exactly, you know. Sometimes it's just like a bit weird, like, You know, I'm eating dinner alone, but it's, it's I'm breaking fast. You know, like Allah Akbar. Yeah. So, but it's okay. Like, like we say, we I, I'm actually quite happy. So I'm I'm quite acclimatized to it. Really. Then I just. Nowadays I watch videos lah, so I, I put the Islamic video in front and then I, then I watch and I eat at the same time. Yeah, sometimes so, I do. Since going to talk to me about it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think a good practice sometimes I do is that uh, before I iftar, maybe five minutes before, right? Uh, I sit down and I think of whether my fast would be accepted or not because of what I've done today. So I spend time reflecting on the things I did well, things I need to improve on and things I'm grateful for. So that really like grounds me, like... Like and then after iftar I know okay lah you know there are things I didn't do well today, I need to do better. So after maghrib I pray and everything on time. Then or uh, things I have to be grateful for today. So after I and some of food is coming you know alhamdulillah food is coming you know the only thing that can separate man and his desire for food right, is Allah subhanahu wa taala. You're doing this for Allah. So food is coming alhamdulillah is 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 the is the uh blessing of Allah for me to even have food in the first place. So you know it's time for me to give up. And 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 it really grounds me lah. Like, I feel that that five minutes right before your iftar, you think Allah, uh, will you accept my iftar or not? And if not, then you know sometimes I I, I know uh, I didn't fast in the most perfect of way, but Allah, I I I I see no possible alternative. I wouldn't want my fast to not be accepted. So I I just have hope in your mercy. 
you know so so that that, that grounds me a lot like, as, a, as, a, as a Muslim and it doesn't make me feel alone I'm talking to Allah you know so so that that's, that's something uh, that I, I, I practice myself personally also yeah thank you for sharing with such given but uh, if you I don't know uh, I think since Elena uh, usually I see her uh, we we will attend the the, the talk by Darul Akam so it will usually end close to 7 7-ish so by then it will be just nice that it will be iftar. I probably don't have like uh, do those reflections that you have but uh, yeah I think it would be a good practice that if there's some pockets of time to actually um, to quickly make duas and to reflect and it's always good to do so because I truly believe in uh, reflecting about our actions for the day and always giving thanks to Allah for the blessings that we have Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Okay, Sis, do you want to give uh, advice to a uh, prospective uh, Muslim? For me, I am blessed with uh, Allah really paving the way for me, and I just do what I need to do. But um, for I think for for most of us is to get our intention to set our intention to Allah and pray to Allah to make it easy for us. I think that is important because I know that I said that fasting came quite easily for me, but I don't think it would have been possible without the will of Allah. So um, just make dua to Allah to, to that you want to fast for his sake and uh, to make it easy for you so that uh, when he makes it easy for you, then that's how things can be quite easy. I think that's how it is for me because truly I am just an ordinary human being. I don't think I have special powers or anything. So uh, it is only by the will of Allah that I was able to to, to uh, just go for it in, in Ramadan to be able to fast and uh, to be able to do all these things because, uh, yeah, I didn't think that I would be able to do it as well without will. So pray to Allah and ask Him to make it easy. And um, for me, I feel that Bazilius, but don't don't try not to put too much and then later on you you get too tired and you felt overwhelmed and then you stop doing and there is a saying that you know a lot likes it when you do little but on a consistent basis so I actually uh, recommend that um, to, 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 to do that if you think that you can only do that that little bit then do that little bit and Allah likes it better than you. You try to do so much and then later on you, you get tired and then you're doing it. So um, do little, all right? Start off little. And then if you think that you want to do more, you can uh, increase it. If not, just continue with that little that you do. And that is more blessed than trying to do so much and end up later on overtiring yourself. So um, yeah, and uh, stay connected. Dara Akam has very good uh, resources and they are very nice and people are helpful or maybe they don't, maybe you think that they don't, but actually people there are very helpful and get a lot of support from Dara Akam. So um, stay connected with a community. Don't think that you are alone. There's people out there who's sharing same sentiments as you, especially during this COVID-19. So uh, you are definitely not alone and uh, reach out. I mean, reach out to someone that you feel that you can talk to or, 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 or Usta or Ustaza and I'm sure they will be glad to help you to in any issues that you're facing. I think uh, I don't want to overburden you with too many advice and I'm just sharing with you my own personal experience about uh, what has been helpful for me. So um, I think 
how I managed to come this far is also with my uh, community of uh, support, like uh, Sister Mariam, Sadia, and uh, the other sisters and brothers who, who, who really look out and they share all this useful information on the group, things like that. And that's how I um, click on them and learn and, and, and find useful information. And so... Um, be connected. I think that's one of the important thing. I mean, there's a famous saying that no man is an island. So don't feel alone. Connect with others, even though you may feel shy and things like that. But once you start making that small little step, you would actually find that uh, you have a good support of people who are willing to walk through this with you. Yeah. So that's all. Yeah. I, I think that definitely is 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 quite uh, important also right to to have someone to guide you like as as you mentioned also alhamdulillah and uh like what you said just take it slow uh understand like which ibadah really comes first you know take the important ones so like important and the ones that you can achieve easily lah like maybe you can pray with your prayers if you can't pray tarawih just pray the one rakat or three rakat with your prayers you know if you have time for duha then pray your duha you might not have time to pray all 12 uh uh, Rawatib prayers which is the before and after the, the obligatory ones is 12 uh, 12 highly recommended ones but if you can't take 12 just take the 2 you know after your after sunrise just pray 2 rakat of uh, duha prayers so but but you know for, for things like this to happen then you have to find out uh, how to do it also so uh, uh, spend some time to read up on, on, on the, just the basics of ibadah you know and, and what makes ibadah valid or invalid then you can no, start planning out like what sister mentioned uh, planning out which ibadah you can focus on first because time is limited you know you can't, we can't go from 0 to, to 100 in 30 days it's, it's extremely hard you know and it, it might not even be sustainable so find, find the ones that, 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 that really you can keep uh, doing it consistently maybe just just one is just wear a sunko when you, when you pray you know it's, it's a sunnah to wear a sunko when you pray something on your on your head so you can even just pick that up it's, it's sustainable uh for throw you don't have to pray 8 or 20 uh it does the, the the hadith in which uh Sayyidina aisha radiallahu anha said uh, uh it was prayed in uh sets of two so you can pray two four six and eight is a strong sunnah uh 20 is also a, a strong sunnah they are, they are narrations but two is fine you know just pray two it's also okay but to know these kind of things like i said really just have to find some time to 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 learn or ask the person that you have the FAQ guy, you know, the FAQ guy. So, uh, yeah, uh, really extremely applicable uh, advice to, to, to uh, Muslims who are just came to Islam or even Muslims who are finding Islam, you know, going back to the faith, you know. Uh, don't, don't, don't try to do everything one day, you will burn out. You, you will burn out, confirm will burn out. Eh? You know, it, we felt it, it doesn't feel good, you know. Uh, make good use of the time you have when you have a high level of iman to build habits so that you, they will tie you through when you have very dry periods of, of faith you know the habits will really become routine and, and, and will really bring you through the grind um, when, when you don't feel it like, when you have no uh, peace in your heart when you when you pray you know you just keep doing it you keep striving until Allah gives you the blessing of peace again so, so I, I think, uh, Alhamdulillah, I'm, I'm very, 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 very grateful for to bring you on our episode, uh, on our on our podcast, uh, Sister Marilyn. Thank you uh, for having me. Alhamdulillah, I actually have one like side question. Uh, are you planning to take an Islamic name? 
my Islamic name. I have an Islamic yeah. name. Sorry, I didn't introduce myself. Yeah, I'm, actually, I'm actually, my Islamic name is also for me. It's like a miracle, like how I got this name as well. So, mm-hmm. do we have time? Can I share? Yes, yes, we do. Don't worry about this. Okay, great. So, uh, yeah, my name. My name is uh, Nor Sarah Adawiya. Mashallah. It's a very long name, and uh, there is a reason to it. So, uh, because I'm supposed to go to Arkham on Tuesday, on Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. So I was thinking, okay, that weekend I'm going to 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 choose my name. Dai Dai must have my name ready because if not, what am I going to tell Daru Arkham to put on my card? So mm-hmm. my my thoughts was that okay, this weekend I'm going to choose my Muslim name. So on Friday night when I was praying Margaret and I think I was waiting for Isha, then I was. Uh, Taking one of the books, actually, I forgot to mention when I converted, mm. because um, so many sisters were so happy for me that day. The next day, they actually gave me a lot of gifts, and I was very blessed. They gave me things that they think that uh, mm-hmm. a, a new Muslim would need. So everything that I needed, I have telekom, I have prayer mat, I have dates, I have books, I have a lot of gifts. So much of the gifts that I received was this book by. Uh, Yes, it's uh, Prayers of the Pious. So, uh, while waiting mm. for the next prayer to, 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 to start, so I was flipping through and then uh, I was reading. And then because um, I just got this book not long ago that that time, so I was reading and then I went to the first, the, the second chapter, which is what I was supposed to read that day. So, it was just <laughs> nice. It's like I was reading the book and then I wasn't thinking about names at that time. But then I was reading and then suddenly this mm. name came to me. There's this special woman. Her name is Habiba Al-Adawi. And then that name was like, just caught. Like it just came to me that this is a beautiful name. Actually, and then this lady is so pious. So I was like, it's such a beautiful name. Mm. But remember that time when I was taking that list, I wanted the names to be very meaningful, like special characteristics. Mm. So I went to look up what does Adaria means. So when I went to look up Adaria, it actually means summer plant. <laughs> so there wasn't any mm. meaning to it. Uh, later on, I found another, another, um, mm-hmm another uh, website that talks about Adawiya. And when I showed that 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 that, that uh, website to Sister Sarah Mariam and some of my friends who know me well, then they actually say that, you know, Adawiya is like, this name is just for you. Is that, that, that website actually says that Adawiya is like a big sister. And Adawiya uh, mm-hmm. is perfect for the role of a either a teacher mm-hmm. or a counsellor. And these two roles that I was in, I was actually a ex-school teacher before. And then now I've, I'm a counsellor. So it's like, oh my God, did Allah just picked my name from Umar me. Sulaiman. Because yes. um, like I said to you, I wasn't like thinking of a name at that time. I was just sitting after on Friday night, um, <clears throat> reading a book. I was like, intending to search for my name at that time because how to search for name I was thinking like okay I'm going to google and then I'm going to find mm-hmm. again like beautiful female Muslim names that was my plan but then I said Allah knows best so mm-hmm. uh, just nice the name was there Adawiya 
And then, uh, how did No Sarah came about? Because I asked my mother-in-law to help me to choose name. Mm. So she came back with No Sarah. And just nice, I also came up with Adaria. Mm. I felt bad that I asked her to choose name for mm. me and then I don't want to, to, to use the name that she chose for me. And I felt that, you know, No Sarah is actually quite nice as well. So all three of them together mm. and, and named myself No Sarah Adaria. So that the name came about. Noor Sarah was given by my mother-in-law with very good oh. meaning as well. Noor is uh, light and it's good to have this mm-hmm. light. And uh, Sarah, she is the wife, if I'm not wrong, she's the wife of Prophet Ibrahim, right? Peace be upon him. So, uh, yeah, she's also, a, uh, I mean, there's a special meaning to, to it. So I, I, I'll keep that. And uh, of course, Adaria, I always felt that, you know, this name was really chosen by Allah. Yes, so, uh, yeah, and hence, um, from then on, um, most of my um, Muslim friends will call me Adawiya. And uh, it's just a unique identity for myself on top of Hmm. Maryland. Yes. I think uh, if I'm not wrong, I think the name uh, Habib uh, Adawiya, I think it's referring to one of the Walis of Islam. Uh, I I think they will term it saints. So... I th- I think in in uh, it's also possible to take the name because of the characteristic of the person, right? That we want to emulate. So, for example, I'm Siddiq. So, uh, apart from being uh, Siddiqin, which is uh, you know what I I would love to be, uh, strive to be. Of course, I was also love to be uh, associated with uh, our uh, first Khalifa, uh, Abu Bakar Siddiq. So he's. So uh, every time you know they say the name is like a doa. So every time people will call me that, uh, I hope you know to be uh, to 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 be blessed with with his characteristics like in due time. So I think one of these uh, one of the wali uh, that 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 uh, that your name you 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 get your name from is actually she's actually extremely extremely a big figure in 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 Islam. Uh, she was actually known for this doa, which is extremely sincere, extremely powerful. I think her 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 doa went um, Ya Allah. Uh, if if I'm if I'm worshipping you just to uh, get your jannah then Ya Allah lock lock me away from jannah and never give me jannah but Allah if and Allah if I'm doing this just to escape your hell okay then then put me in hell and put me in the deepest parts of hell and keep me there forever and and I, I and she 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 ya Allah I just I just want to do my ibadah for you, and another one of her dua is ya Allah, uh, if it's in your quarter that I'm not, uh you know one of I think one for for Muslim women one of the things that they really want is is really to get married lah you know it really completes their din and and empowers them so much right, but for for this wali she she said ya Allah if this is in your quarter that I'm not and I'm not supposed to be married and this is better for me and it's pleasing to you, ya Allah then keep me keep me single. And 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 I'll and I'll be more than pleased to 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 be that way. So I think, uh, mashallah, she she's she's really one of the defining figures for women in Islam. You know, other than of course the, our the companions which are uh, Saidina Aisha and 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 Saidina Hafsa and 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 so on. Uh, mashallah, I'm very very happy that 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 you have uh taken the name uh Andawiya. And also Nur was Nur is one of the characteristics that we will be identified by our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on the day of Kiyama. So you'll be very hot on the day of Kiyama, and one of the relief is something called the how. Uh, the the howl of uh, kawthar of the prophet it's like a pool of water so one of the 
I think there was a narration when the companions asked the prophet, how would you even identify these, these people of yours when you haven't seen them? So the prophet said, if you, if you, you have a horse, and which is entirely black, entirely black, and on his face and hands, is is pure white. Would you identify it in a flock of horses? He said, oh, oh, definitely, I will identify them. So prophet said, this is how I will identify my ummah. They will come to me with faces and hands and feet of shining light. So this is nur. You know, this is one of the ways to gain our the intercession of our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So three very meaningful, meaningful, meaningful words and, and, and mashallah this time. So 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 happy to to hear the story of yours as well. It's very, very heartening. Yes. Thank you. So Alhamdulillah, I, I mean I'm really glad that this name that wasn't like specially selected, but it came like that and it's I felt like it's like the most beautiful name that I could ever ask for for myself. So, uh, yeah, like what you mentioned, uh, this uh, lady, Adaria, she's so pious, so pious. And uh, I think that was what struck me as well. I wanted to embody the, uh, this characteristics that she has. This very pious lady where she will pray to, to Allah. And, and she inspired me to really go and dig out about, to, dig, to do some digging out of her, of her background as well. If not, and, and uh, it, it really... I was really motivated by her because of her piousness. She would always wake up in the middle of the night to pray to Allah and 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 make dua and her duas are so sincere. And she even touched the employer that because she's a slave, if I'm so the employer one night caught her praying and then he the next day he actually uh asked her whether he wants to work or whether she wants to leave and he, he let her free. So she was a free woman and uh, and that's what, because of her sincerity to Allah that she wants to delegate, dedicate the time that she has in serving Allah and not a master that is from this dunya. So I think uh, mm-hmm. when, I, when I know about this, it just makes me want to um, follow some of the things that she do and really be that pious woman that she is. So uh, one of the dua that I'm since I'm holding the book, I'll just share with the the our listeners. And dua is in the book, which is uh, prayer of the pious. She says, uh, "Oh Allah, the stars have vanished, the eyes have slept, the kings have locked their doors, and your door remains open. Every lover has found prophecy with their beloved, and here I am standing before you." So. That's that's the part where it ends. So this is uh, one of the dua that she made, and uh, she she eventually didn't get married, if I'm not wrong, because she wants to to focus her time on worshiping Allah, and she doesn't want any distractions that will take her away from worshiping Allah. And that was a beautiful choice that she made for herself. And um, I'm just very uh, I feel very uh, humbled that. Uh, took a name and uh, and use it for myself and uh, yeah I'll try my best to to this beautiful name. Yeah, may, may may this reminder you know push you on for the last few days of Ramadan to even do even better yes. and to even be more sincere in your worship. Why yaki? Amin amin. <laughs> okay, so I I uh, I think uh, like like I like uh we have really said before so many things to learn. Uh, today we've covered convert story Ramadan and, and name choosing. 
So you know, take your pick and 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 pick up any learning points from there. Uh, we will be more than happy if we could just you know uh impart just one learning point uh to to our listeners. So uh with this uh I I I like to really uh you know uh for one last time really thank uh sister uh Adawia uh, Nur Sarah uh Adawia. To, uh, for coming into our show and sharing your story we would love to have you back again someday to share about a hijab story if, if, and, and if you are able to get the blessings of it uh, and Inshallah. and also yeah we, we, we pray that we pray that you have a uh, good Ramadan uh, for, for, for you know for, for the rest of the month and also uh, for, for your habits to, uh, to to sustain even after the month of Ramadan we pray that you are able to find Lada Tukodah and we pray that uh, we, we just ask for you know just a bit of your time uh, at night just to, to pray for, for uh, you know our content to reach people who need them so uh, inshallah thank you so much uh, if there's nothing uh, to, to, to add on uh, we'll, we'll end the session with Tasbih Kafara and uh, Surah Al-As Subhanakallahumma bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha ila anta astaghfiruka wa it wa to be like bismillahirrahmanirrahim wal asl innal insana lafi khus illa alladhina amanu wa amilu salihati wa tawasaw bil haqqi wa tawasaw bis sabr alhamdulillah thank you so much sister so much. Uh, to all of viewers please take care reach out if you need any help and uh, we will always be here to to listen uh, or, or to offer our assistance so please have a good ramadan assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh